Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Balls Over the Top NFL Prediction Show. It is Week Eight football, and we've got a couple of good games for you this week. Yeah, uh, we've got some great weeks, great games on this week's docket. I'm your host, Michael Rock, and I'm your host, Brendan Collins. And uh, welcome to the show. We have uh, starting off tonight NFC South matchup: the Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons. And it's a pretty good matchup, divisional matchup. I mean, the Falcons have woefully underperformed this season. Meanwhile, the uh, Panthers have actually been surprisingly decent in Matt Rule's first year in charge, what was thought to be a rebuilt, rebuilding year. They're sitting there at 3-4 and four and have to be pretty happy with themselves, especially without Christian McCaffrey in the lineup. Definitely, yeah. I mean, m- missing a star like Christian McCaffrey, who your offense runs through both in the running game and then also in the passing game because he catches so many passes out of the backfield, it's definitely a uh, you got to turn around, you got to make new plans uh, with without him in the lineup week to week. Yeah, um, and, and so you, it's a big change, it's a big uh, big shift for the team, and you know, new quarterback in here, Teddy Bridgewater. New head coach, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken, even new ownership. Didn't they just recently sell? Uh, I don't know about that, but you also have a new uh, new defensive captain, right? With Yeah, with, with Luke Keekley having retiring. retired. So a team with a ton of turnover, and yet here they are, um, you know, in the... Uh, in the in the thick of things, kind of winning some games, uh, competitive in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's a, a Falcons team that thought they were going to be really competitive this year and have been really finding ways to lose. They kind of can't get out of their own way. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, culminating in last week's Todd Gurley accidentally scoring a touchdown. Which, I mean, how many times does that happen in the NFL? But you don't, you know, you don't stay just outside the end zone to run the clock off enough to uh, to give the ball back to the other team when you can't stop anybody. Not a good idea. So yeah, um, this Carolina Panthers versus Atlanta Falcons game. It's definitely an interesting matchup. It's a good one to watch. So uh, with that in mind, there's a handful of matchups this week that we are keeping an eye on that we're pretty excited for. The matchup here tonight, it's a pretty big toss-up, and honestly, at the point that we're talking to you guys, it's a one-point game, and so. We could really see any outcome here. I do think I expect the Falcons to get on the board and and get themselves a win, but the, they've been a team not worth picking all year. So we'll see if they uh, get their act together. Uh, one and a half point spread on this game, as noted, it's a one point game right now. Over under before the game was fifty two. I thought that was high, and right now we're not on track to hit it with just thirteen points scored in the first quarter. Uh, what do you think? Do you think the Falcons are going to pull this one out, or do you think this is the Panthers' game? I think this is really the Panthers' game to lose. I mean, if you uh, if you control the ball enough against this Falcons team and you you leave it out of their hands, you can uh, you can really possess the ball against them, hold on to it, make first downs, and uh, win football games against them because they they don't do that well. They don't you know control the game. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of an offense that is fairly one-dimensional. They just rely on Matt Ryan slinging it, even when they have had running backs over the last few years. You know, keep in mind they had Stephen Jackson, they had Michael Turner, they have now Todd Gurley. It's never been a running back-centric offense. No, definitely not. Um, The first 1 o'clock game that we have that I'm pretty excited about is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Detroit Lions. Now, both of these teams, pretty big question marks. They kind of win some games you don't expect them to. They lose some of the games you expect them to win. 
they've been pretty much all over the map. And that goes both ways. I mean, Phillip Rivers has been inconsistent with the Colts. He's leading the AFC in turnovers. He's throwing interceptions at a crazy rate. The offense is moving the ball, and the defense is pretty efficient and good at stopping teams, but they've been unreliable in the red zone. And then Detroit, Matt Patricia is just buying time before he inevitably loses that job. I don't think that Matt Stafford is the long-term answer at quarterback for the Lions. And they're pretty much a team that's in limbo, and they've been in limbo for 30 years. So two-and-a-half-point spread in favor of the Colts coming off the bye week. I think the Colts get the job done in Frank Reich. I think they're a team that's more trending in the right direction than that stagnant Detroit team. So I think I go Detroit, or sorry, I think I go Indy to win. I think I go Indy to cover over under 50 points. I actually go over because both of these teams are teams that can score the football despite the fact that they're defensive oriented. Um, yeah, I agree. And uh, Colts already made a g- one good decision, releasing Najee Good from their practice squad, cutting that dead weight. So, yeah, I uh, I like the Colts in this game, in this matchup against the Detroit Lions. I'm going to pick them against the spread, minus 2.5. Definitely see the Colts uh, weighing this game, and I don't think it's particularly close. Uh, and I'm also going to take that over of 50. Both both these teams can air it out. So well, I'm hoping that we get to see it for that 1 o'clock game. The next 1 o'clock game we got on the docket is also a potentially interesting one. We got the Las Vegas Raiders coming up against the Cleveland Browns. Get this. Cleveland Browns are favorites by 2.5 points. And right now that, that over-under is at 50.5. I got to tell you. I like the Raiders in this one, and I'm definitely going to take them with some points. Getting two and a half points for this Raiders team, I know they've been a little bit shaky, but Browns just lost Odell Beckham Jr. to an ACL tear. An ACL tear from his quarterback throwing a senseless interception on the very first throw of the game. Exactly. Uh, And that definitely definitely hurt fantasy owners. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going with with the Raiders on this, but where, where are you at with this one? So I agree with you on the Raiders wholeheartedly. I think this Browns team has been disappointing, to say the least. They started out hot. They were feeling themselves. And they've really come back down to earth in a very, very harsh way. Uh, On the other side of that, the Raiders have been kind of all over the map themselves. They started out looking really good. I mean, they've gotten some big wins against teams like the Chiefs. But then have also laid eggs in some of their other big matchups, including up against, didn't they play, just get smacked around by Tom Brady and the Buccaneers this past weekend? So they're a tough team to pick. They're a, it's a tough matchup to pick. I, I think I feel way more confident in John Gruden and those Raiders than I am in anything that the Cleveland Browns could, could do. So I think with just that sheer logic alone, I think I have to go Raiders. I think I take the points that they're being given 50 and a half is an interesting one because while both of these offenses have shown an incredible ability to stretch the field to to put up points even just whether it I mean Vegas was doing it on the ground with Jacobs then they were doing it through the air with Derek Carr and you know some of those big plays Darren Waller Hunter Renfro Nelson Aguilar <sighs> But neither of these teams have been... It's more about what have you done for me lately. Yeah. Neither one of these teams have looked good offensively lately. I think this could be ugly. I think this could be grinding. I think I take the under of 50 and a half. 
I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, next game up, we got the Los Angeles Rams facing off against the Miami Dolphins. Rams are favorites by three points, and the over/under in this one is at forty-six. Um, this is exciting because we're gonna get to see some Tua action. Yeah, and and I think Tua is a dazzling athlete who I'm expecting good things from in the NFL. That being said, I think it's a little bit cruel to have their first game be against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, baptism by fire. And so I do not think I see a reality in which the Dolphins come away from this victorious. I I, I know two is good, but I don't see, honestly, with the way Ryan Fitzpatrick was playing, I don't see Tua necessarily being an immediate upgrade. You know, you look at a lot of these other situations where the young, talented guy is actually looking to upgrade. Right now, Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing the best football of maybe of his whole career. Probably and, since Buffalo. Yeah, and so I think you don't necessarily see an elevation in the quality of quarterback play that you were getting on that Dolphins team immediately. Start one. Obviously, you could see down the line, you know, Tua has a much higher ceiling than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. But immediately, I don't think you're getting an improvement in the quarterback play. So I think i got to go Rams. The fact that this is only a three-point line I think is actually a little bit surprising. So I think I give them, I think I give them the points as well. Um, and then over under 46, I think I go over. Okay. I think I, I've, I've invested a little heavily in, in Tua. I've picked him up in our Dynasty League. I think he's going to be a real talent, and I think he could actually potentially be a real problem for this this Rams defense. And I think I'm going to get to see a little bit of the Tua show. So I'm going to pick the Dolphins. I'm going to take three points with them. And I think we do see this overhit of only 46. I think we got a, uh, a little more... A little more action out of this than the line makers are suggesting. So another one o'clock matchup, divisional game, should be an exciting one. Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC North. We got a five and a half point line, obviously going in favor of the the Packers. We have an over under of fifty and a half, which to me seems a little bit low. I think you got to go Packers, money line, and points the way they've been playing and with just how inconsistent the Vikings have been all season. However, 50.5, I think you got to go over there. The Vikings' only chance in this game is going to be putting up points with Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, assuming he's healthy. So I think we go Packers win. I think we go Packers cover. I think we go over on that 50.5. How are you feeling about this game? The Minnesota Vikings have burned us multiple times so far this season, and they could do it again here. If they weren't facing off what I thought was Aaron Rodgers looking the best, he's probably played in the past, in like the last five years. Uh, and with that said, I'm picking Packers against the spread. I'm picking them on the money line. But with this over-under of, at 50.5, I just don't see it being like a real slugfest. I see Green Bay really capturing this one pretty early and kind of uh, choking them off in the end. I think I'm going to take the under 50.5 on this one. Okay. Next 1 o'clock game we got is the New England Patriots team facing off against the Buffalo Bills. 
Bills are favorites by three and a half, and the over-under in this one is at 41. Where do you see this one going? I think the Bills win convincingly. I've seen nothing out of the out of the Patriots to think that they're going to come out guns blazing and get the job done. They could prove me wrong as they are a Bill Belichick team, and this level of losing is unprecedented in the Belichick era of the NFL even. And it makes it a it makes it a difficult, you know, it makes it a difficult game to pick because you don't expect Belichick to be losing like this and you expect him fully to turn it around. But the I think I got to go Bills just based on the quality of their play of late. I think I got to go Bills to win. I think I got to go Bills to cover. And I think I take the over of 41 cuz that 41 number is just shockingly low. Okay. This game's real interesting. I mean, right now, Cam Newton, as unbelievable as it is to say, is playing for his job basically in New England. Uh, you know, his passer rating has declined with each passing week in this NFL season. He's dealt with COVID issues already this season. Uh, it hasn't been favorable to him. And I just don't, I mean, really, this New England team is basically a poorly Xerox copy of what this buffalo bills team is i mean it's a, a solid defense with a quarterback that's a little bit mo- modal mobile and can uh, extend the play a little bit so this one's going to be interesting to see but i'm going with the bills i'm picking them against the spread and i think we do see the under of 41 hit i wouldn't be surprised if this game ended like 10 13 i think okay. it could be a real slug real slog all righty uh, I could definitely see that as well. So it's going to be fascinating to see how this that pans out. Game, uh, I think the outcome is already predetermined. It's not even worth playing. It's coming up next, but I will say I've never seen a spread this high. No, this in is NFL a, history. This is a college football spread. Nineteen and a half points. The Chiefs are favored to beat the Jets by. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Yeah. What a joke. That's an astronomical total. Yeah, and I mean it, it. It's a really it's a condemnation on this on this New York Jets team as an organization. It, it's bad. That's really rough. Yeah, so I'm I'm really skeptical to see how this game. I mean, I, I think again we know how the game's going to pan out. I think it's Chiefs win. Question uh, question is, are they going to cover that 19 and a half? And also over under a 49. Is there room for them to be covering a 19 and a half point spread? while still hitting an over, um, or under, rather. I guess yeah. still hitting an under. I go Chiefs to win. On the money line? On the money line. Wow. I go, I go Chiefs. I go Brave. Ch- I go Chiefs to cover on the spread. Ooh. Slightly braver. And then I go, here's the bravest part. I'm going under. You're going under with 49 points. Ye- yes and no, man, with this one. Jeez, I'm going to agree with you. The Kansas City Chiefs win. Um, I just like Andy Reid, so that's the only reason why I'm picking that. Just kidding. It's because the Chiefs are better. I think the Jets could cover. I mean, this is this is 19 and a half points. It's almost That's a three touchdown. Yeah, and like, I, how often are they, you know, the the Chiefs have been, I, you got to be critical a little bit of the Chiefs because they've, they've let a lot of teams stay in games with them. Yeah, so I... I'm I'm gonna pick the Jets against the spread, and I think I'm gonna see this over a 49 and a half. I basically have to pick it to believe that this is going to to occur the way I'm predicting. But that about 
Oh, wait. No, we've got one more 1 o'clock game because we've got a divisional matchup right now. we got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming and facing off against the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens are favorites in this game while Pittsburgh is undefeated. I wonder if that's because the Ravens signed Des Bryant. No, no, it's not. Oh, it's not? He's on the practice squad. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay. Um, I think this game... Is a tough one to pick. I, I think I definitely go. I think I definitely go. Though Ravens give the Steelers their first loss of the season. Ravens are coming off of a bye week, remember, so they have time to get healthy and they have time to game plan. This is a division rival, so you know they're showing up to play. I think Ravens win it. I think they take that spread just because it's it's a pretty small spread, and I think we see the over. I think this is a fireworks show. I think this one's going to be really close, and I think basically the last team that has it at the end is going to win it, and I think only a field goal separates it. So I'm going to pick the Ravens to win on this money line, but I am going to pick the Steelers with the spread with the three and a half points because I think it's going to come down to the last seconds. Uh, that being said, though, I think it's going to be a pretty tightly contested game. Both these defenses are, are pretty good. They both work pretty effectively. I'm going to go with this under of 46 and a half all righty uh and with that we have a break between the one and the four o'clock games which means we have our friend of the show stepping back in to give his picks of the week we're going to welcome tyler back hello hello everyone hi tyler thank you for having me back thanks for yeah thanks for coming man of course man all right so, so for my picks of this week uh this one had had very little data uh, backing it up until I did some some pre-show research. So um, just something I, I came across on DraftKings and, and seemed too good to be true at first. And based on just some preliminary uh, background research proved indeed to be the case. So DraftKings has these bets that are total yards of shortest touchdown. And pretty much everyone is over or under one and a half. Right? So you think, wh- what percentage of games... Are have a touchdown scored from the one yard line. Mm-hmm. I think I think I asked you guys both before the show. Yeah, and, was, and I said like a third. And I said like twenty to twenty five percent. Yeah. It, it turns out nine of fourteen last week had it, and the ones that did had most of them had multiple <laughs> one yard touchdowns. So it happens pretty frequently. Yeah. So so I quickly kind of reversed my stance on that one and found one. I think the Cowboys at Eagles. Um, under one and a half for that total yards of shortest touchdown at minus 134. You know, neither team's a good team. I think the Eagles secondary has kind of shown to be prone to pass interference in the end zone. I mm-hmm. think that's that's where you get a lot of these. Um, and I just, I see, you know, a sloppy game and something something along those lines happening. I think that's a, a solid bet. Oh, you mean between these two pristine franchises, you think there might be some errors? You know, someone has to win the NFC East and it very well could be one of these two. So it, it could be. It could. That is my pick. That's your pick. Thank, All you. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, of course. Thanks for, thanks, for, thanks for stopping in. So uh, going into these four o'clock games, there's a handful of good ones. I mean, well, actually, there's really only uh, a handful in general. We got three games at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. First one is a divisional matchup. I'm actually really excited for. We have uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers playing against the Denver Broncos. Herbert has been a ton of fun to watch. He's been absolutely electrifying, putting up big numbers through the air against this Broncos team that isn't very impressive on their own right, but also they've played some really hard-fought games. Yeah. 
It's a three-point spread in favor of the Chargers, which, again, I understand. It may, I imagine you'll always be the favored team if you have a solidified starting quarterback versus a team that doesn't. Yeah. So 44.5 is the over-under. I feel like every game that Chargers team is in is a bit of a shootout. So I feel like I'm going to go Chargers to win, Chargers to cover that three-point spread, and the over of 44.5. Uh, you know what I'm going to tell you to do? I'm going to tell you to lock that one in because I am I am – Across the board, agreeing with you, I think this Chargers team is pretty impressive. I think this Broncos team is a little bit less impressive and very, very much so not a healthy team. They've got plenty of injuries that have been derailing things. So it'll be very interesting to see uh, see where they end up. Uh, the next game we got, though, at 4 o'clock, this could be a pretty good one. We've got the New Orleans Saints playing the Chicago Bears. Saints are favorites by 4.5 points. And the over-under in this one is a surprising 43.5. Yeah, so I don't think this one's that hard to pick, honestly. I think I like the Saints to win. I think I think like the Saints with that spread. I think I like the over. Uh, I think that's a little bit of a low over. A uh, low line, rather, for that over-under. And the Saints, I think, are just a better football team. This, this Bears team did get some big wins early, but the offense has been really lacking identity. And the defense struggles against elite offenses. And... I think that the Saints are an elite offense, especially if Michael Thomas comes back. But even if he doesn't, we've seen Drew Brees can spread the ball around as good as any quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. And Sean Payton keeps the defenses on their toes with, with his play calling. Yeah, so. he does keep it interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is a a Saints franchise that has been very consistent, right? I mean, every once in a while there's a new face, but... You pretty much know who these Saints are. And they're facing off a Chicago Bears team whose identity is really in the wind at this moment. I mean, they they had a very hot start to the season. They've had a little bit of stumbling since. I think I'm, I think I'm right there with you. I think I'm picking the Saints on this one uh, against the spread and on the money line. And I, th- I think we see an over. I could see like a 27-17 game in this one. Now you know that would be enough to hit the over, and we could de- we could definitely see more. Could be quite close. You you never count, you know, Nick Foles out of dueling with with a uh, with a Drew Brees. with a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. So I think that's going to be uh, I think it's going to be an interesting one. The last of the four o'clock games, another divisional matchup. Uh, two teams really. The Niners seems like have turned their ship around after really struggling for the earlier stretch of this season, I mean, being the first win for the Eagles to get, you know, um, just like I said, they really didn't get off to a, the start they wanted to. The Niners have turned it around coming off the Super Bowl year, and the Seahawks have got off to exactly the start they wanted to. I mean, really dominant so far this season. Russell Wilson continuing his MVP campaign even though he did have three interceptions last week it's still you know he's still he's still on track for one of the better seasons of late especially with Dak Prescott's injury I don't know of anybody who's who's had as impressive of an overall season as Russell Wilson so I think I do have to go with the Seahawks I know it's a close spread and I know they're expecting this to be a close game because of the divisional aspect but I think I got to go Seahawks minus two and a half. I give them the spread as well, minus two and a half, less than a field goal. I think the Seahawks are more than a field goal better 
than this Niners team. So uh, over under 53.5 seems very high to me, though. I think the quality of defense is, I, I think that we go under of 53.5. Okay. Uh, I was with you on this until you, until the over under. I definitely like the Seahawks in this matchup. They've just, I mean, the air attack that Russell Wilson saved last game has put together has just been uh, superior. And San Francisco's offense is looking like it's about to come to a run of form. So I think we actually see the over in this one. I think it's a little bit more of a uh, uh, of a offensive match. I think we see see a little bit of fireworks. I'm going to take the over in this one. And that brings us to Sunday night, a game that we love to talk about. Yeah, really, uh, it's like Christmas. I mean, a game we circle on our calendars every year. We have Eagles versus Cowboys in prime time. Sunday night football, and uh, I'm really I'm pretty stoked about it. And the Eagles are pretty heavy favorites, eight and a half points, which I think is big because this Eagles team hasn't dominated anybody this season. But I like being favorites. I like playing against a beat up Dallas team, mm-hmm. and I think I give the Eagles the win. I think I give us the spread as well, considering we don't even know who's going to be starting at quarterback for the Cowboys this weekend. I mean. And I think I'm going to go over a 43 because we hemorrhage points. And we're going to need to score, I think, at least 20 points to win. So I think I go Eagles win, Eagles cover, and over a 43. Okay, so it's looking like Ben DiNucci is going to be playing this Sunday night. He's getting the first team reps. Um, We don't know him. He's a rookie. He's new. Uh, we have no idea what to expect out of them, but I think I know what to expect out of this game. I like the birds in this one. I like them to cover the spread. I have absolutely zero faith in this Cowboys offense. Seems like they're falling fast to infighting. I think we can put an air attack together as we're starting to get some semblance of like form together with our wide receivers. Greg Ward catches a lot of things that get passed to him. You know, Travis Fulgham's been a revelation. Uh, We could hope to see some more of possibly some Jalen Rieger, possibly get to see Dallas Goddard. Um, I'm I'm excited for this matchup. I think the Eagles win, and I think we do see the over of 43 in this one. I think it's a little low. All righty. The last game of the week, we have Tom Brady against his kryptonite. Tom Brady's up against the New York football giants, Mm -hmm. obviously a team that he lost two Super Bowls to, Mm -hmm. but a team that really has no identity and has been an absolute dumpster fire of late. Mm -hmm. I don't expect this game to be even remotely close. I have Tampa winning. It's a 12-point spread. I still even think Tampa covers that's 12-point spread, and it's 45 over-under. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with, uh, wow. I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to go with the under on that just because I don't see the Giants scoring a ton. And I see the Patriots probably pulling Tom Brady with a heavy lead and, you know, but not necessarily putting up 45 points. 28 to 10 type game. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, 28 to 3. 28 to 3. Maybe. Yeah. Um, well,. We do have news that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have reached a deal with Antonio Brown, uh, f- former wide receiver of the 
Steelers, and then a little bit with Las Vegas, and then also a little bit with the Patriots, and then also a little bit with Rehab or something. Uh, he, he's he been out. He's been disgraced. He's come back. He hopefully won't be a distraction or a problem for them. But it will be interesting to see. Uh, as far as this game goes, I'm going to take the Giants with the spread. Give me 12 points with these Giants because I don't think we're going to watch the Buccaneers pull away as easily as they possibly could. And I think we're going to hit the over in this one of 45, but I will pick the Buccaneers on the money line. But that about wraps it up for this week's NFL pick show. Yeah, we'll be back on Monday night with our normal weekly episode, any recap of any major storylines that come out of the weekend. And I'm pretty excited about it. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing how this wraps up, how the a lot of these games start to shape up and take place. You know, we're starting to see how these divisions are going to pan out. Mm-hmm. You know, these teams that were getting off to a rough start, and it's still, quote-unquote, a rough start, like these Falcons who are 1-6, and six, pretty much have to write the playoffs out of that and start looking toward the draft, you know. And so we're starting to get an idea of what this rest of the season is going to look like, what an off season is going to look like, and... I'm excited. Yeah. So and Tuesday's the trade deadline, so we'll we'll definitely be getting plenty of news out of this one. Yeah, so uh we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you stopping by and hearing what we have to say. As always, we uh want to hear your feedback. We want to hear what you have to say. Feel free to shoot us a message on any of the socials, but you can find the the podcast at at B O T T Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can also find it anywhere podcasts, you know, Google Play, Apple Music all the all of the above all of the above yeah and we do we still have stickers so if you want a sticker reach out we'll get you one all righty guys thanks for stopping by we'll talk to you soon sounds good see you